smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avaaz.com On 26th of January 1950 when the Indian Constitution came into effect the celebrations were fairly simple The highlight was when the last Governor General of India, C. Rajagopalachari, bowed to India's first President, Dr. Rajendra Prasad. No other fanfare in terms of tableaus, defence representations, showing the might of the country that became a common gesture over the next 71 years. However, today, on India's 72nd Republic Day, the pandemic has ensured a rather controlled celebration. But Is the excitement to wake up and watch the flypasts still there amongst a digitally connected society? From the Economic Times, I'm Devina Senkupta and you're listening to The Morning Brief. I've invited Vikram Doctor, consulting editor for The Economic Times and Manu Pubbi, our defense reporter to help us understand the importance of the Republic Day parade and how it has changed with time. Good morning Vikram and Manu and thank you for being with us on this podcast. Hi Devina, it's lovely to be here. Thank you Vikram, lovely to have you here and uh, morning to you to Manu. Good to be here, historic day again. Historic day, absolutely. Vikram, tell me why have a parade and so much of celebration on a republic day and not on the independence day? Well, there's a very simple reason for that uh, Devina. It's that the indian government never really wanted 15th august as its main national day 15th august independence day was sort of imposed on us by lord mountbatten who later said that you know he chose it just off the top of his head because it was the anniversary of the japanese surrender in world war 2 uh, when he was the supreme commander of the united kingdom's uh, forces in uh, east asia so it has actually no particular relevance for india in fact i mean there are many apocryphal stories of astrologers all calling to say, uh, the government to say that 15th august was a terrible day to launch uh, a new country but we were stuck with it and so i think uh, given the option uh, the government really wanted to try a republic day at a better time of the year not for astrological reasons but just practical ones i mean if you look at it 15th august is very impractical it comes in the middle of the year it comes at the tail end of the monsoon so you're either likely to have a soaking day or a really hot and and humid one 26th august in uh, delhi's uh, springtime which before pollution was a really beautiful time uh, makes much more sense at uh, 26 january that's what you meant right january, 26 yeah, january right but uh, tell me something in your article state symbolism of republic day a uh, pageant is at odds with new india that's what you wrote in 2018 and you mentioned how the parades have changed down the years the first one in 1950 was a fairly simple one and later on it just got grander what is the significance of these parades i mean in the early years uh, of the republic day parades there was a very strong reason for doing them the way they did india was a young country it was a very diverse country and most indians didn't know a lot about the other parts of india so it made a lot of sense to have a parade where different parts of india could be shown to india and also to the to the world outside of course those early parades were not televised but you did have uh, radio commentary and there were famous broadcasters like melvin de mello for instance who were famous for their republic day broadcast you know the 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 minute by minute descriptions and the fl- wonderful florid language 
uh, that they used. And then there were then there were the photos in the newspapers and then clips on in, uh, in cinema halls. And finally, uh, towards the end of the 70s, you have televised Republic Day parades. And that actually was a way of showing India to India, which really made sense at that time. Is that still important? I don't know. Right. That's, that's a very nice line uh, you mentioned, uh, showing India to India. I mean... I remember waking up and religiously watching every year the 26th January parade. Many of us actually right now recording this podcast have gone through these times. Uh, but the parade nature has changed. Manu, coming to you, the defense ministry is very heavily involved in coordinating and choreographing the parades and which has steadily been showcasing the country's might. What can we expect to see in this Republic Day? You know, as most events this year, uh, the Republic Day Parade is going to be unique and uh, the main reason being COVID again. You know, usually the parade is more grander. This year it will be a slightly muted affair for the reason that uh, participants on the ground will be limited. Uh, there will be few spectators. Uh, in, in the past, we have seen a, a lakh people turn up to see the parade you know, in all kinds of categories of seats. This time it's going to be 25,000 people on the ground only. There will be no chief guest. Uh, in fact, you know, the institutionalized uh, coming of a foreign dignitary as a chief guest started only in 1982. Before that, they, they, we used to have sporadic chief guests for the parade who were foreign dignitaries. But since 82, I think it's the first time you're going to be missing a foreign dignitary because the UK prime minister had to uh, cancel his visit. Uh, but beyond the spectators, you know, on, on the parade itself, uh, as uh, we mentioned, there's no foreign dignitary. So, and they are also doing some other uh, distancing uh, measures. So the contingents this time will have fewer people. Each mar- marching contingent will have fewer people than the last. Uh, you, they, are, they, they are going to be more tableaus than last year because, uh, you know, they've increased that. Uh, there will be a special thing on COVID, uh, which we believe, uh, you know, will showcase India's fight and will showcase the vaccine and everything. Interesting. Uh, on the side of the military, uh, you know, the unique thing this year is going to be the Rafale fighter jet. It's going to make its first appearance at the Indian Republic Day Parade. Uh, you will see a lot of legacy jets, the Sukhois, the MiGs, the Mirage, Jaguars. But uh, Rafale's appearance is going to be uh, a unique thing. And we've already seen those jets practicing in the Delhi skies. They look spectacularly beautiful. I remember, Manu, I've read your, some of your tweets uh, when you mentioned that the Chets are doing their uh, practice fly-pasts uh, right before the parade. Uh, tell me something also, Manu, what about the people? You know, uh, I was reading somewhere, we might just have the first uh, female fighter pilot uh, who will also be part of the parade this year. Yes, uh, uh, we will have that. You know, unfortunately, a lot of focus goes to women fighter pilots, but they are women officers in all branches of the armed forces, and we will see a whole bunch of them. In fact, one or two contingents are likely to be led by women officers. The first fighter pilot, of course, is going to be part of the uh, uh, parade uh, for, for the Air Force uh, also. It's an occasion which also has a very solemn connotation because you, at one end, are celebrating power and, and, and new acquisitions. Like at, at the same time, the same parade, you will see uh, you know, uh, families of martyrs and right. uh, award winners who, who will also be part of the uh, parade. Vikram, again, in our discussions uh, earlier, we had mentioned, you know, how the tableaus or the floats often necessarily may not be able to capture the changes in a young country. We are still a relatively very young country. So how is this theme chosen every year? I mean, as far as I know, there's a process that that goes uh, within the ministries and the different, uh, you know, public sector organizations and they pitch and they send uh, uh, designs. And I think, you know, two points need to be made here about why these uh, tableaux exist at all. 
the first is that these sort of parades, typically across the world, these national day parades, uh, tend to be very military parades. Uh, and they emphasize the armed forces. You know, Russia has a famous Red Square parade and things like that. And I think in the 1950s in particular, there was a certain level of discomfort with showing such an overtly militaristic image of a country that was founded on principles of nonviolence. I think uh, there is definitely some uh, correspondence with Nehru, uh, you know, who definitely wants to showcase the, the, the military and its abilities, but doesn't want it to be only a military parade. So then the question comes of what else can you do? And hence these ideas of uh, state tableaus and dancers and uh, much later on, I think the public sector corporations ca comes in. So that's one point. The, the second point is that in the 1950s and even up to the 1960s, the, the, the Indian state was far more omnipresent than it is today. The role of the state sector and businesses was much more important. Uh, the ministries had far greater power uh, than they have today. Um, and so it made sense. I mean, the, st the Indian st government really was the Indian state. Over time, um, especially in the last 20 to 30 years, the role of the state has diminished correctly in, in uh, the view of many people. And I think what is a bit ironic about the Republic Day Parade is that it does not show this. Um, so, for instance, some of the most important things that India is known for uh, just don't feature. Uh, ball, cricket. Cr yeah, no, that, no, 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 that above all, you know, the most you, you might do. I mean, just look at it, Devina. We have just won uh, our greatest ever test uh, victory in, in Australia. We have an amazing young team that really shows the diversity of at least male India. Um, and, you know, it would just make sense to have our cricket team as part of this, this parade. There's no, nobody would even dream of doing that. And to me, that is, is one way in which the Republic Day Parade has sort of lost relevance. Well, I'm hoping if there is definitely a tableau with our young cricket team on it, I mean, oh my goodness. But there won't be, because how can they be? Because the whole setup is state. The most you can do is you can have a Ministry of Sports uh, 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 tableau, which is, which is really going to be not sort of irrelevant. Manu, again, important point out there made by Vikram is that, you know, in a time like this, when we don't have a, a special prominent guest who countrywide is uh, known or uh, there are no crowds waving or there might be more tableaus. But if you don't have tableaus, which one can identify or the younger generation can identify with, how many do you think are going to get up in the morning, watch it on their TV, maybe a couple of snippets on Twitter? Do you see the significance diminishing? See, that depends on which perspective you look from. Uh, a lot of people, you know, around us, people who live, who are city dwellers, we still, uh, you know, perhaps don't watch the parade anymore. Uh, of course, it is easier now. You don't have to watch it because it will be available to you through the day on your phone. The feedback that I get from people who actually conduct the parade is that there is still a very huge viewership and interest, especially in the rural sector, uh, in smaller towns. So there, there is a whole set of uh, youngsters who really look forward to the parade. Uh, for a lot of them, the attraction is the military systems at display, but uh, also the cultural part of it. I think I think there is a there is a viewership there. Manu, you're taking this from the point of view of the people who are organizing it. Give me a break. <laughs> well, uh, this is. <laughs> well, I can I, I I can give them a voice if that is fine with you. But a valid point of view is there that uh, there should be a case that why should we have this parade every year? It is it is a lot of money. We don't have figures on how much it costs, but it is a lot of money. Uh, there is a, a very valid argument on having it curtailed or uh, or at a reduced uh, frequency. For example, whenever we have a new president, the new president of the country 
uh, has one or two ceremonial things which are military in nature. One is one of which is the presidential fleet review, and that's done once in five years. So why should we have a Republic Day parade which is annual, and why should we not uh, do it once in five years? There's, a, there's an argument to be made for there, and perhaps once in five years there will be more things to showcase because uh, it is it is true that it has become kind of repetitive. Every year it is almost the same. There are slight variations, but because it is an annualized affair. Uh, it becomes very difficult to have give it a unique, uh, you know, flavor uh, each time. A fair point. I mean, become you have to see that way that it's not just an urban phenomenon, right? We do have millions from the uh, from the villages or smaller towns who may feel very convinced, or let's say f- there's a feel good factor to see the Rafale and the jets and uh, show more of military might than let's say uh, what's happening in the science and tech field. So uh, for I'm, them, to, I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to believe that yes, you know, the people do tune in to see the military marching because that is always incredibly uh, impressive, and uh, you know maybe a few other things. But if you're seriously and if you're seriously telling me. That in an era where you can you have you know you can download whatever you want to see on your smartphones, people are still tuning in to see the Republic Day parade. I'm sorry, I I find it hard to believe. No, that's absolutely again uh, your point. But Vikram, again, you had mentioned that you would religiously get up and watch uh, the parades on DD. What will let's say make you watch it again? If I were to ask you, it's uh, rather hard to say because uh, certainly there's very little interest. In watching the sort of like uh, tableaus of public sector departments that we have been seeing in recent years, uh, the military stuff is always interesting. I mean, the the, the fly pass by the aircrafts always uh, really stirring. Uh, but what is really lacking from the Republic Day parade is uh, any real sign of India as it is today. There are all these sectors of India like Bollywood or cricket or things like that, which just don't feature in the Republic Day parade because. They have nothing to do with uh, with the with the government, with the state sector, and if there was some way to you know make uh, the Republic Day Parade much more diverse and much more reflective of India as it is today, uh, that would be perhaps more worth seeing. Good point out there, Manu. In the seventy second Republic Day Parade, besides the Rafale and besides uh, the women uh, army air force contingent if i were to ask you the three unique things that you think will be showcased uh, what would they be firstly to to come up to the question on what can be done to make it better we have, just have to go back to our history uh, you know we india right now is a very vibrant private sector we have startups you know these are things which will uh, generate interest and there is a precedent uh, to this in the 1958 parade i think uh, tata uh, uh, you know uh, actually had a, its, its own tableau they they had their they, they showcased their products and it was the, a private sector company was part of the uh, republic day parade uh, coming to your uh, question on what else is unique this year you know unfortunately every year the uniqueness is is ever so slight so there's nothing that we can point our hand hands on uh, there will be some slight tweaks in in the drills how they do it certain units are taking part in it which have not done so in the past we'll see the brahmos but it's it's also something which has happened before uh, so the unique things actually are only the rafale this time around uh, the fact that it's going to be shorter parade uh, usually it ends up at red fort this time stopping at the you know national stadium but when you said it it will end at the national stadium that's correct so that's actually interesting because that is where the first republic day parade in 1950 uh, actually took place there was no parade it was just the the president uh, uh, dr rajendra prasad he took the carriage down to 
I think it was called Lord Irwin Stadium at that time, and it's now the National Stadium. Right. So it's interesting that we have come full circle to where the Republic Day Parade originally started. That's a lovely way to put it. Uh, Manu wanted to understand: Will the Air Force be the highlight for you? I think it's a highlight for most people at the show because you know I've attended a lot of these parades in person uh, almost every year. I used to do that, and the crowds, at least on the ground, they they go mad when the aircraft come. And unfortunately, with Delhi's pollution. A uh, lot many years you don't see the aircraft because it's too foggy, but you can hear them roar by. But on the rare occasion that you can see them, they are they are the main crowd puller, and uh, it's it's very interesting on you know what aircraft they fly about because it's it's a very high security zone. That's the only time in the year when aircraft actually fly over uh, that part of Delhi because it's otherwise a restricted flying zone. Uh, so I mean those those aircraft the the pilots are the trained. So uh, right now every day we are seeing uh, we are hearing the aircraft in the uh, skies in Delhi. Uh, this time, the last maneuver of the uh, event, which will be a Rafale fighter jet doing a vertical charlie, which basically means it just pulls, it, it comes screaming down uh, Rajpath, and then it will just uh, pull up uh, on in a vertical spin, upward spin. So that is always the crowd puller for me also, and I'm sure for other people also. This time. I'm going to watch that, Vikram. Are you going to be watching the Rafale? And uh, if not, what would you rather have it this year? I mean, since you're mentioning the Rafale, I mean, I have seen a video, and I don't remember from where. Oh, no, actually, it was not a video. It was a photograph in the Times archives of the Republic Day Parade taken from the viewpoint of one of the, of the planes. It's actually quite an amazing picture because uh, it shows uh, uh, the, fighter, the fighter jets flying over the Republic Day uh, Parade. And then I think there's one shot of them against the parliament uh, buildings also. So, yeah, I think it would be great to see a video of the Republic Day Parade from the viewpoint of one of the planes that does the flypast. Thank you, Vikram and Manu, for a trip down history and memory lane. Republic Day is more than parades and a display of the might of the country. It is a reminder of when our constitution, which guards and guarantees our freedom and rights, came into effect. A day of pride, but one which does not border on jingoism. I'm Devina Sengupta and you've been listening to The Morning Brief. This episode was edited by Indulekha Aravind and Nehal Chaliawala and coordinated by Nehal as well. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. Do send in your feedback to the morning brief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on your social media networks. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a nice day ahead. dot com